Hello and welcome to The Man with the Iron Task, a podcast that follows me, Ben Deary, in my improbable attempts to take part in the 2019 Ironman Wales event to raise money for the King's College Hospital Charity and the Great Ormond Street Hospital Charity. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So, as promised last time, this episode is all about cycling and specifically my bike, or lack thereof, up until this point. So, in order to clear all this up, we have to go back in time, two weeks back to be precise, to Friday the 25th of January. Okay everyone, well, it's about 8.30 a.m. on Friday, the uh, 25th of January. (laughs) Apologies for all the traffic noise. It's quite a busy uh, rush hour and I am standing outside the local bike shop because I've got a service booked in for Rex. Uh, It's been a long time coming, this service. I've booked the full works for him. Uh, He's going to be in there probably for the whole day. Uh, The idea is that he's literally disassembled, every part is individually cleaned, and then we build him back up, literally from the ground upwards. That's the idea. Uh, So yeah, I'm uh, going to take him into the shop now and uh, hopefully begin his rehabilitation. I'll let you know how we get on. Okay, well, I've just emerged from the bike shop. I, uh, I wheeled Rex in there. I say wheeled. Uh, it was quite difficult to do that, obviously, with the broken rear wheel and the tire hanging off it. Uh, he, he looked a sorry state. I have to admit, I was quite embarrassed when I brought him in. And the, the, guy, who, uh, the guy who was working behind the desk, I, I, I think he, he might very well have actually winced physically winced when he saw Rex come into the shop um, yeah he, he looked a little bit concerned he had a, he gave Rex the quick once over and he mentioned a couple of things that could be potential cause for concern most of which I was aware of obviously the wheel being completely Rex um, but there are a few things that I hadn't noticed were even a problem he made some sort of comment about the rear dropout which uh, I don't know. I hadn't noticed there was anything wrong with it, to be honest. So, I don't know. I don't know whether to be confident or not, if I'm honest. I was pretty optimistic when I got here that they would be able to work their magic, but now, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if if uh, this could be a very solemn day, indeed. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. They said they'd give me a a call once the mechanic has assessed him. So that should take, um, you know, that should happen in the next couple of hours or so. I I should get a phone call and they'll let me know what the plan is. And it is possible that one option will be to not do the service at all and and just scrap the poor guy. But um, fingers crossed it's not going to come to that. Anyway. Just have to wait and see. Um, well, I've just stepped out of a baby classical music concert 
that I'm attending with um, with Emma and Dindy. Uh, I don't know, Tchaikovsky or something, I don't know, some, some bloke playing a piano very fast and very loud. It's great, but um, I can't really concentrate uh, because I just got the call from the mechanic at the local bike shop and uh, yeah, it's Rex, he, uh, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. Nah. Yes, I'm sorry to break it to you, loyal podcast listeners, but alas, Rex didn't make it. Little did I know when I dropped him off for that fateful service at the local bike shop that that would be the last time I saw him. Uh, He was just too far gone, really. Uh, We knew that the wheel was a problem, obviously, we've talked at length about that. But he also had... uh, problem with the rear dropouts, still not 100% sure what the nature of that was, but something. And the real kiss of death was the discovery of some bobbling around the front forks underneath the paintwork, which was suggestive of corrosion. And as it was an aluminium fork, there wasn't really much to be done to save that. All told, uh, the mechanic told me that uh, it would cost about as much as it had to buy Rex to get him up and running again. So, unfortunately not really economically viable. Uh, So I had to uh, bid goodbye to my old friend who uh, I had some good times with. I spent a lot of time riding around London on that bike between uh, early 2012 when I bought him right up until I think the summer of 2015 when the problem with the wheel happened. And then I suppose it's, well, uh, three years of sitting in a cold, damp cellar that did him in. It's a sad day. And um, I'm sure in time I will learn to love another bike again, but um, yeah, I can't be rushed on that. I need to, uh, I need to process all this. In the meantime though, I need a bike to get in and out of London anyway, so. Please give a warm welcome to the newest member of our team. His name is Lenny, and he's a single speed Hackney club. So yeah, basically, um, that very Friday, after Rex failed his service, I went up to Hackney Cycles near Cambridge Heath Station, and I picked up a new single-speed bike. Now, some of you listening might be a bit confused by that, uh, because anyone who knows anything about bikes will tell you that the Hackney Club is not 
a premium bit of biking kit. It's a cheap and cheerful single speed bike really, um, but by no means uh, a serious racer. Uh, so why did I why did I do that? Why did I plump for that? Well, look, I'm going to have to buy a road bike this year, anyway. I mean that's a given because I'll need one to uh, to tackle Ironman Wales. You can't do that on a single speed. It would be ridiculous. You know, you wouldn't manage it. You wouldn't make it around the course. You need a road bike or or a triathlon bike, but you know those are very expensive. So I'm going to have to buy a road bike. Uh, I could have just bought that now, but. I didn't really want to be riding it on a sort of daily basis in and out of London in the wet weather from now until September because I think that would actually, the wear would be considerable from that kind of riding. I don't do crazy mileage but it's more than a lot of people and I do think that would have given any road bike, even a really good one, a bit of a pounding. So I didn't want to do that. I want to save that for a bit later in the year, uh, maybe when the weather improves. And when I do get a road bike, I just want to use it for training. I don't want to be commuting on it. Uh, so in the meantime, I do need something to get in and out of town. Now, given that I'm therefore basically resigning myself to buying two bikes this year, it made sense that I did this one as cheaply as possible, which is what I did. I found a bike that was affordable without being crap. And I've got to say, so far, I'm very happy with Lenny. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good bike for the money. It's very simple, which is again ideal. I mean, my whole philosophy of cycle commuting in London is that you basically want as, as few elements, as few components on the bike as possible that could go wrong. And therefore you reduce your chances of having to pull over at the side of the road and do cycle maintenance at, you know, in the middle of rush hour, which is not fun, not to mention stressful if you're rushing to a meeting or something. So yeah. That's my thinking, and it might seem a slightly odd decision to some, but I'm very happy with it. Um, yep, so Lenny's on board, he's doing a great job, I'm very much enjoying riding it, and yeah, all is good. The name Lenny, in case anyone is wondering, it's, uh, it's after Lenny McLean, who uh, I believe was also from roughly the same area of East London as, uh, as that bike is hence the name. And I think he looks like a Lenny. He's, uh, he's in racing green, he's got brown tape. It's just a good, solid name, Lenny. So there we go. That's where we are at the moment with cycling. Well, that's pretty much us done for this episode, apart from, and this is a first for the podcast, a little bit of correspondence that we need to deal with. So yeah, I received an email this week, completely out of the blue, from a total stranger. Um, I'd sort of forgotten that this was all going out onto the internet. I mainly do it to keep myself motivated and so that I have a way of holding myself accountable. You know, if I, uh, if I have to put the podcast out, then I have to train in order to have something to talk about. Um, and I'd sort of forgotten that anyone might actually be listening. I kind of think of it more like a, I'm sort of a, a madman screaming into a wheelie bin. You know, I'm not really expecting anyone to be listening. But Matthew James in Cardiff was listening and very kindly got in touch. Um, Matthew is training for the same event. He's training for Ironman Wales in September. So really nice to hear from somebody who's on the same journey and getting ready for the same event. Uh, although it has to be said, Matthew has much more of an idea what he's doing than I do. Uh, he did a, an Olympic distance last year in his hometown of Cardiff 
and uh, just generally the tenor of his email suggests that he's uh, a lot more clued up <laughs> than I am. And he has some fantastic advice for me. I mean, most notably, he, uh, he brought to my attention the fact that I'm not doing any strength and conditioning training. Right back at the beginning of this whole process, when I was online looking at training plans, trying to cobble something together that would work for me, I did notice that strength and conditioning often played a part. And I've, I'd kind of just forgotten all about it, to be honest. Um, but Matthew gave me some very sound and sensible advice about what a difference it can make. Uh, so yeah, I think the next job is to try and find a way to, uh, to fit some strength and conditioning training into the weekly schedule because apparently it pays dividends. So yep, something to think about. He also brought to my attention the fact that there is a, a long course swim, a long course weekend swim in Tembe in July, which gives people an opportunity to kind of recce the uh, Carmarthen Bay swim course. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to make that, but it's worth aiming for because uh, I'm sure being prepared is gonna make a huge difference. So yeah. Matthew, thank you so much for your email. It's massively appreciated and, you know, really nice to, to be in touch with you. Somebody else who's going to be there at the start line come September. Right, well, that's it. That's us done. I'll see you next time. Take care. Man with the Iron Task is a charitable podcast in aid of King's College Hospital and Great Ormond Street Hospital for Children. To find out more, go to www.manwiththeirontask.co.uk.